Welcome and thank you for joining us for an evening of conversation, transparency, and truth about domestic violence. This is a place of peace and new beginnings where healing the hurt of heartbreak begins. Place to Prosper podcast is all about talking to people who have experienced the drastic effects of domestic violence. We want to be about conversation and healing for those in our community. That could be you or someone you know, so please please invite them to listen to our podcast. Today, we are speaking with a very special guest. Her name is Dawn Charleston Green. She is a native of Mansfield, Louisiana. She was formerly a director in child advocacy for close to 10 years. Currently, she is a stay-at-home mom as well as a minister and mentor focused on biblical clarity, focused on women, focused on youth, and focused on outreach. As an ordained minister and teacher, Don served for over 15 years at Christ Church of Grovetown as a church pianist and praise leader. Don is the bride of retired command sergeant major and now pastor Leon Green Jr. And they have, have a blended family of six children. She is a 26-year member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. (laughs) Don is her husband's partner in ministry as they now pastor the Rock of Stillwater's ministry, where their mission is to reach and restore others for Christ's kingdom. Don is here with us today because she has birthed a brand new blog entitled Dawn of a New Day 365. The blog focuses on living and leading a life that leaves a legacy, learning from mistakes, listening to sound wisdom and God's inspired word, being transparent enough to not only heal oneself, but to help heal and restore others. With that being said, we are going to have a little bit of a different conversation today. So Don, welcome. How are you today? Hey, Kathy, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Fantastic. I am glad to have you here. I'm super excited to hear about what you're going to share with our um, listeners today. Um, I wanted you to share with me, though, um, or to join me on this podcast, because I felt like our two visions have ultimately the same goal in mind, which is to empower women and to give them a voice. Am I right? Right, right. So um, I'll just kind of talk about that if that's okay right now. Um, So the foundational scripture that God gave me for Dawn of a New Day 365 is Luke 22 and 31, where Jesus says to Peter, Peter, Satan desires to sift you like wheat, 
but I have prayed for you that your faith would not fail. And after you overcome and some versions may um, say have been strengthened, go back and strengthen your brother. And so that scripture has always resonated with me that the enemy is always after to attack us and, and, and come against us. That's, that's what his resume is. But after we've been strengthened, after we've overcome our trials and our tribulations, it's not just for us. It's for us to also share that testimony with someone else so that either they do not go through the same situation that we've gone through or they have a better outcome because now they have insight um, to their situation. So, Absolutely. And there's nothing like having a testimony to be able to share with someone because we don't know, you know, we see people every day and we don't even think about the fact that they have a story too as they live and breathe everybody has a story so that is absolutely taking who you are where you've been what you know and and putting that out there to be able to instill and grow other women and just help help them along this way because life is tough um i do want to say on your front page of your blog when i checked it out you have something so powerful and deep there. It, it just really moved me. And it reads, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. Psalms 46 and 5. Can you give us an encouraging word about that verse? And it, and it really kind of relates to what you were just saying. But can you share with us some more about that verse and how you chose that verse and just just enlighten us and give us some more encouragement on that. Well, first of all, I always play off my name. You know, I always tell people typically when I introduce myself, my name is Dawn Charleston Green. Dawn like the morning, Charleston like the city, and green just like the color. Um, and so okay. I, I shared in, in, in starting Dawn of, the, of a New Day 365 that it took me a while to truly appreciate what my name meant. So as a little girl, I didn't like my name. I did not like my name at all. A lot of times, you know, being from the South, people just kind of said it with a drawl. And, you know, I'm just like, it's four letters. It's, it's not hard. But my grandmother said to me, once you understand the meaning of your name, then you'll embrace it. And so it still took me a while to actually understand what that meant because I was so um, because I was so young. But one of the definitions of dawn is like the first glimpse of light after the darkest part of night. And so honestly, that's where we find ourselves. We find ourselves in those experiences, in those trials, in those tribulations. Um, but the darkness doesn't last forever, that the dawn does come. And sometimes our, our dark times and our experiences, mine may last a little longer than yours. But the truth of the matter is that dawn still comes. And so in that scripture, Psalms 46 and 5, and Psalms does it throughout, it constantly reminds us that God is our protector, that he is our fortress, that he is our refuge, that we can go to him. But I was encouraged by that particular scripture, specifically for dawn of a new day, because it spoke in female form. And it said, he will be in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. He will come to her just at the break of dawn. So I always encourage you know, ladies, if you can just hold on. And I, and I often think about um, the, the, the scripture in, in Genesis um, one and one. And if, I'm going to go there real quick, just so I can make sure I, I articulate it correctly. But it says in the, in the beginning, when God created the universe, the earth was formless and desolate. 
um, the raging ocean that covered everything was engulfed in total darkness and the spirit of God was moving over the water. And so that scripture always speaks to me because there was nothing in the beginning. It was void and there was complete darkness. But the end of that scripture says that God's spirit was 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 hovering over it. And so it encourages me because sometimes we feel that sometimes we feel in our life that we're we're engulfed in darkness that that we're in a in a desolate place but we have to trust and believe that God's spirit is still hovering over the darkness that we're not there alone and then so the next part of that scripture it says and then he said let there be light and so i i'm always encouraged by that and i try to also encourage other women that even when you are in this dark place even when it seems like it's desolate, don't don't ever doubt that God is not hovering. And all you got to do is speak a word and it will change the situation. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm scriptural. You know, I told you I'm, I'm in ministry. But in, in, in Isaiah 55 and 11, it says that God's word will not return to him void. His word won't return to him void. Um, and it says just like the rain and the snow come from the from the skies to um to accomplish a purpose so does God's word and so we have to call God on his word and when it comes it's going to come to accomplish what he sent it to do and so in that in that dark time if we would just speak that word just like he did it was dark and he spoke it and there was light and so um we just have to be encouraged that God has not forgotten us in our dark places we talk to him and our situations can change absolutely Absolutely. And you know, when you were speaking, that's why I knew to have you come on this podcast, see, because <laughs> I knew that that women that are listening to our podcast today and who will be encouraged that everything that you just said relates to a woman when she's in a place of pain or something like what I am reaching out to mm-hmm. women for is the domestic violence aspect of it. Because in your scriptures that you were sharing, or in the in these scriptures that you were sharing, when you talk about there's a glimpse of light and that dawn still comes, and that you know we can be engulfed in darkness, but we have to know that there is a light. That's what on my end of what I'm trying to help women who are experiencing domestic violence see, and then some of the women that I'm sure that are going to be, that are a part of Dawn of a New Day 365, maybe have walked right. in that place of experiencing domestic violence. So it, they need to understand and know that there is a light, you know, that, to call on God, to pray, to ask him to remove you from that place of darkness, um, and that you, there is light. And it's hard to see that there is light sometimes when you're in situations right. I won't just say domestic violence when there's situations it's hard to see that there is a light but if you can just call right name, and, and just and just like your um, with, with your organization and, and what you're saying understanding that too in in your situation that you're dealing with that there is a sister there is somebody who has been through what you have gone through because so often when we go through the trials of life we assume that we're by, we're by ourselves that you know, no one understands that we're all alone in the situation. And then with women, so many times we feel embarrassment. We feel guilt. We feel shame in our situations that we go through. And that causes us to isolate ourselves. And so I really want to, with Dawn of a New Day 365, 
allow women to see that they have support systems, that they have a sisterhood and people that are around them want to encourage them, but also to walk this journey with them, to give them insight. And so I, I'm so excited with, with what seems to be happening um, with, with Dawn of a New Day right now because our youngest person is, is, is 23, our oldest person is 73. Um, and so that is a span of, 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 of 50 years. And so just understanding that we all have to work together um, there's a scripture that says it, but it, it became very popular in, in John Legend and uh, Common Song Glory. Common says um, it's going to take the wisdom of the elders and the young per person's energy. Mm. That we have to always stay connected. We have to all and 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 there seems to at some times where we've disconnected some and you know honestly through this mm -hmm. pandemic and everything we're having to reconnect and appreciate connections in a different way and so it's really putting us I feel back in in the place where we should have never left in the first place really you know in those mm -hmm. relationships so mm -hmm. I want to talk about um you know, falling in love, you know, being in your marriage. I want to talk about the divorce. I want to talk about having the baby. I want to talk about not being able to have the baby. I want to mm -hmm. talk about menopause. I want to talk about dementia and whatever the case may be. Um, there are just so many different levels of what we as women and families have to deal with and face. And sometimes it's so overwhelming, but it's so beneficial mm -hmm. when you find out that there are other people who walk this walk or are, are going through it too. And if we can just support each other and encourage each other and give insight, we would just feel a lot better. I agree totally with you. And I love the fact that you, you know, you mentioned the youngest being in her twenties, the oldest being in her seventies, that alone is just a wisdom for the younger people who don't know, who have the younger women who don't know things and who have questions and who may not have anybody to come to, there's wisdom within your group, within Dawn of a New Day 365. So that's going to be so enlightening. And so, you know, and even people that are seasoned um, will be able to learn something, even from right. the younger people. So I love that your group, um, the group is going to encompass all of those people. Now, and to go on, you were mentioning all the things you're going to talk about. The next thing I was going <clears> to say is that I don't know all the things that you're going to address in your blog as you're moving forward, but um, let's say you're writing one of your blogs about someone who is hurting. What are three things, excuse me, that you would say to comfort them? One, validate their feelings, you know, um, validate what they're, what they're going through and what they're feeling and, and saying that, you know, I see you, you know, I, I, I feel what you have right now hold on, be encouraged. Um, and sometimes that's hard. That's easier said than done when we say it. Um, and, and that I'm, I'm praying for you because sometimes I've found that when people are hurting, they're not always in the moment to receive. And so I try not to be pushy when, you know, like, yo, you gonna listen to me and you gonna hear my encouragement. Sometimes I just don't want to hear it, sis. I'm going through right now. And I know you're my friend, but can I sulk just for this moment, <laughs> you know? And, 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 I, and I've been there and I, and I shared in my testimony of going in the dawn of a new day. At 45, I found myself without a job. 
And so I needed two weeks just to get myself together. I didn't want to talk to you. I'll, don't call me. I, I hear it. I know, but I, I just need you praying for me. Just like that, that Luke 22 and 31, pray that, that my strength will not fail, that my faith won't fail, you know, but I'm coming out of this sis. And when I come out, um, we, we're going to be all right. And I, and I, I'm going to have my village. So I try to encourage my friends and encourage those people that God has entrusted me to. Cause I always say that I don't care if it's friend, associate or enemy, God has entrusted the people that he allows to come into your life for a reason. And so we have to make sure that we are just very sensitive and aware of that. But, th- but that's really it that I'm, I'm here for you and that I'm praying for you. And when you're ready to talk about it, Hey, we're going to walk through this together. Mm, which is yeah. so important. Being together with knowing that you got somebody there to lean on is so important when you're in a place of darkness, in a place of sadness. And maybe you can't feel, you can't pull yourself out. It's great to have somebody there who says, you know what, I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to wait on you. When you're ready oh, to yeah. come out. You know, but they they don't know that prayer be pulling yeah, out. Too. Yeah, Not, yeah. You know when that place is dark. And can't I tell you when I was going through my go through, when I was going through my valley mm-hmm. <laughs> of the shadow of death, and you know, mm-hmm. um, in 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 what would seem like the valley of shadow of death for me, um, after I came out, I knew that there were some sisters, one who loved me, and one who, if I said, mm-hmm. "Hey, sis, you know, what? Give me some ideas. You know what?" What is it that you know about me? What is it that you, which, where, where do you see my strengths as being? And, and how would you see me going forward? You know, I have my own ideas, mm-hmm. but then I know that I have those, those other sisters who are, who are strong, you know, mm-hmm. women, uh, women of faith, you know, whether in their careers or whatever, mm-hmm. to just kind of give me, help me to refocus. Because sometimes when we go through things, we lose our confidence. You know, we, we, we lose, even though we have education, we have insight, we have experience, we begin to doubt all of that. And so we have to bring ourselves back into those circles of strong, strong women who are in their season of strength, because we all going through a rotation. We either in a season, out of a season or getting ready to go into one. Um, and so Anyway, so finding that woman who's in who's in her who's in her strength and season who can then bring that to me, you know, for the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so true. That is so true. Um, I wanted to mention something, too, that so many people struggle with, and that is Mm -hmm. depression. Now, both my podcast, An Evening of Conversation, Transparency, and Truth About Domestic Violence, and your blog, Dawn of a New Day 365, will likely address people who are experiencing some form of depression because, well, you know, a lot happens in life that causes stress, fear, sadness, and so much more, and we've kind of touched upon a few of those things, but sometimes it's hard to know what to say when speaking with, with someone about depression. Um, a part of your blog is about conversation with ladies and taking a journey through the reality of everyday life. How would you start those conversations with someone who is experiencing depression? I would say first, are they recognizing that they have depression? You know, I can point out what I would see, you know, as signs, but then they have to come to the reality of what they're dealing with. I remember when my son left to go to college. And um, he, he, well, he's my only birth child. We adopted a child as well. 
Um, but we were very, very close. It was just the two of us for um, the first five years of his life. Then I married my husband. My husband was deployed the, the next five years most of the time. So until he was 10, it was just the two of us. And so um, we were very, very close. And so, um, you know, I live in Georgia. We live in Georgia, but uh, are originally from Louisiana. And he went back to Louisiana to go to college. It made perfect sense. You know, um, he got a scholarship and, and, and everything. And so it, um, it, it was clear that that's where he was supposed to go. But my baby was 10 hours away from me. And even though as a as a mother, you are raising and preparing your children to be away from you, like you're, you know, all the discipline and structure that you're giving them throughout their, you know, infancy and childhood and teenage years is to prepare them for when it's time to go. But when it's time to go, Lord, they ready to go, but you about to go through. So I literally did not realize that I was going through depression. Like like other kids, when they leave to go, you know, to college and if they're staying like kind of close to home or in their same state, you know, they can leave some things. They can leave their winter clothes and come back and pick them up. But because my, my son was so far mm -hmm. away from us, he took everything. So he had to take all of his clothes and his car was oh, gone. Man. His room was empty. And I was oh. in a depression, but did not know it, did not recognize it. Um, and so when I got to, you know, Lord, I, I think I want to buy all new furniture and, and paint and, and, and quit my job and just everything. And there was there was a, uh, a friend of mine who just in my talking out loud said, Dawn, mm -hmm. do you think you might be a little depressed about Rudy being away? And it never had been articulated to me before. It never had come into my, you know, into my thinking at all. And I just stopped for a moment and I said, oh, my gosh, you you are right. That is what it is. And so I had to start recognizing it then and and, um, you know, and, and dealing with it. So I think the the, the first part, even with dealing with someone else, I, I try to now when I know about those moms who are getting ready to be empty nesters, I say, sis, pre prepare yourself, prepare yourself mentally. I had to do the same thing. You know, with soldiers leaving the, in in the army, when it's time to get out, retire or whatever, you're like, oh, I can't wait to retire. I can't wait to get out of the uniform. But that transition from soldier to civilian, oh, it's a tough one. That's that's another place of depression that people go through. And so I've I've dealt with enough things that have shook me to my core to try to want to save other people, to try to at least prepare them because there are some things that I went through that I felt like I was blindsided in. And when you feel blindsided, you know, I just, I don't want that for anybody. So again, just with somebody who would be dealing with um, a depression, just one allowing them to recognize it. Um, and then understanding that it's okay. Again, back to that validation, because a lot of times we, we, we are, um, ashamed of that we should be stronger than that you know oh my gosh I'm going through depression yeah. I don't want anybody to think I'm crazy I don't want anybody to you know um, speak negatively of me but life is a process and we're gonna we're gonna go through yeah. our range of emotions and all those other things and it's okay And all of that goes back to what you mentioned earlier as well, mm -hmm. that testimony of being able to say to people, I know where you, because, you know, we have to be 
so strong mm-hmm. all the time. And like you mentioned, that shame that comes with admitting, you know what, I'm falling right. apart a little bit. Or even like you said, recognize it. It's hard to sometimes even recognize that you're in a place that may not be good for you right now. But that testimony of being able to share with people and connect to people and say, hey, look, I see I'm on the outside looking in and I see that this might be what's going on. Do you think that's what's happening? And then, like you said, being that support for that person to say, okay, I'm here for you if you need me. It's so, so, so important. Um, Lastly, Dawn, what would you like to share with our listeners, women, as we travel through this thing called life? What would you like to share with us? Today? Hold on, sis. <laughs> you better tell I mean, it. <laughs> you better no, I'm, sure. I mean, and, and that's it. Hold on. I, I remember one day I was driving um, and there was just a vision that came to me for whatever reason of a roller coaster. And it was just ups, downs, and the twists and turns. And I was just like, why am I having that vision of that? Um, and so I, I was kind of thinking about it. And I was like, you know, strange thoughts. But when I, when I, when I got to where I was going, there was a young lady who said, you know, uh, Miss Dawn, I need to talk to you. And I said, okay. And so she, she, she came in and she said, um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it in my marriage. I don't know. She was like, you just do not understand, Miss Dawn. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. And I said, God, really? That's why you gave me that vision earlier when I was driving down because she, she was going to say that to me. But the, the, the words that he gave me to tell her were that understand this, that life and experiences, whether it be marriage, whether it be parenting, whether, you know, it be our jobs, there are going to be times where it's going to feel like it's a roller coaster. It's going to seem like it's going up slow. It's going to come down fast. You're going to loop the loop and go around curves and everything. But understand this, the same person who put you in the seat and buckled you in, the conductor, that's that same one that's going to be at the end when you finish that ride. That's the same person going to get you out. So trust that the conductor has your best interest and that he's going to get you through. There's, there's, there's nothing that you are going to experience that he does not already know. And that's going to catch him off surprise by surprise. So just, just trust that your conductor that started with you is the same that's going to end with you and just trust the process. Don, I wasn't ready for that. You got me about to cry. Oh, let me get myself together. Oh my God. Ooh, so, ooh, I wasn't ready. Um, so what you're sharing to us and ladies and people that are listening, as Don said, hold on, sis. What more needs to be said? That's it. Just hold on. That. Ooh, it, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh boy. Ooh. Um, I almost don't want to end this podcast. Um, Don, it's, <laughs> it's certainly been my pleasure to speak with you today. So I thank you so, so, so much for joining us and sharing with us and inspiring us. Um, I pray nothing less than success for your newly birthed blog, Dawn of a New Day 365. I would like to include your blog website and your email on this podcast. To mention yes, that yes. Okay, wonderful, fantastic. Um, I like I 
And I would like to thank the listeners, of course, for tuning in and joining us today. I look forward to having you join us again for our next conversation with another voice of strength and courage. We are a place to prosper. This is a place of peace and new beginnings where healing the hurt of heartbreak begins. Until next time.